Confrontation. Nobody likes it. We have to deal with it. It's a part of life. And the more we deal with it, the better we are. The stronger we are, the better our life will become. Well, I was about to have a good-sized dose of it. Our business and the alarm companies was uh, doing fine. And then we decided to sell our alarm company, which also included a central station monitoring center which we had been working literally 24 hours a day to man it. And we had found somebody who wanted to buy it. And as part of this uh, deal, we also dispatched for a local guard company who had security guards all over town. And we got paid, I think it was about $500 a month to dispatch these guards. In addition to that, they would also respond to our alarms when they went off which is a selling feature to our customers. And we charged an extra $10 a month for that service. Well, we thought everything was fine. The new company had bought our alarm company called Shield and they were doing good. And it had been almost a year since we had sold it. We had started another company immediately after we sold the first one called Diasec, which concentrated in the industrial security market instead of homes and small businesses. And we found it much more acceptable to our family. It was better for us. However, the first year in our new company, Diasec, our gross sales only amounted to about 30 some thousand dollars for a year. Whereas our company that we had sold the year before that, we had done about $160,000 the year before. So our income was cut down drastically. As part of the deal we had made with the new buyers of our company is that they would pay us $2,000 a month in payments for two years to pay off the balance of what they owed on our company. They had put out 50% down and they were going to pay $2,000 a month for another two years. Well, after one year, we thought things were going fine, but then we got a letter it was the attorney office letter and the attorney was accusing us of blatantly deceiving and uh, stealing from the buyers of our company, claiming that we knew that the guard company, which was part of the contract that we were monitoring for and dispatching for, that they had not been paying their bills when we sold the company to the buyers. And that uh, because we had known this, and because the guard company was now not paying their bills one year later, they demanded that we give back some 20 some thousand dollars in revenue and uh, cancel the contract completely or else face charges of additional $2,000 plus court fees plus liquidated damages. It went on and on. In other words, we would have been ruined. Keep in mind that our company, when we sold to these other people, our new company, which was only doing a small amount of business, was not going to be able to pay our bills. We depended on this $2,000 a month to pay our bills. And during that time, one year ago, we had bought a new house to live in. We had a new child in addition to this new company. So to lose this money from the buyers of our old company would have been disaster. We would have gone broke almost instantly in the first month. 
Well, we showed the letter to our attorney and our attorney says, oh, well, they can't do that. Did they made a contract to, to buy the company and they can't just get out because of this and uh, we'll fight it in court. Well, if we fight it in court, that means everybody loses because then we would have to pay the attorney fees and the court costs no matter who won the case. And we couldn't be sure that the judge wouldn't agree with them that we had somehow plotted and deceived them into thinking this guard company was a good business. <sighs> what to do? Well, I had learned years ago that the best way to deal with a problem like this is to talk to the other side personally, one-to-one. -one. So after a few days of researching and trying to decide what to do and getting our attorney's opinion, he said, let's just settle it in court. Don't worry about it. Well, I was worried about it. Everybody was worried about it. So I decided that I was going to go over there and try and talk to the new owners. It was a family. It was a father and two sons and see what we could work out. So I called him up, told him I wanted to come over, and he says, all right, fine. So I walked down there. It was only half a mile from our new office. I walked down there and opened the door into their showroom. And there came out the dad, Dave. And I said uh, to him, I'm, I'm here to talk about this situation, this letter you got. He says, all right, what is there to talk about? You owe us $20,000, and the clock is ticking right now. Pay up. I said to him, and by this time, his two sons also happened to be there. So they came out, and the three of them were standing next to me. And I said, well, let's sit down and, and talk it over. And the dad says, no, let's just stand and talk it over. Well, this was intimidating. This is about as full-on confrontation as it gets, and I wasn't expecting that kind of reaction. It was not beyond possibility that we could actually get in a physical altercation over this thing because these three guys looked like they wanted to fight well i talked to them and told them my side of the situation i says well yes they owed us money when we sold you the company but they had just gotten a new contract that would more than double the size of their operation and you admitted yourself just two months ago that they had gotten so large that they were constantly on the radio and it was getting to be a nuisance because there were so many guards so it's not like we were selling you a company that was going broke. They were doing much better. And besides that, in the contract itself, it says we don't guarantee a customer. But you're saying here that you want us to guarantee you that they were going to be a customer for two years. Well, we talked about this back and forth. And after a little while, Dave sat down on a chair and eventually he said some magic words to me. He said, You've got a point. So I made the offer. I says, why don't we just work out something? We'll deduct the balance of what the guard company was paying you for the rest of the contract, the rest of this year, about $500 a month, and we'll just go on from there. So it's, Dave says, well, yeah, let, let, me, let me talk it over with the attorney, and I'll get back to you. So that's what we did. We settled we made a compromise. We avoided a court battle that would have cost us a fortune, and we might have lost. We didn't know. Well, this is a part of intimidation. I was intimidated. I didn't want the confrontation. We don't 
any of us like confrontation because we're afraid. And what does fear stand for, remember? Fear is when you focus excessively on an assumed result. You have to ask yourself, though, before you come to a confrontation, what's the worst that can happen? Are we going to get into a physical fight? Well, I didn't think so, but when I got there, I wasn't sure about this one. We have to stop hiding from confrontations. Just act. It's almost always easier than we imagine. And remember Mark Twain's realization when he said, I'm an old man and have known a great many troubles, but most of them never happened. When confronting a person or persons with your own needs and opinions, this will give you a strong feeling of strength and freedom from the suppressed anger. Regardless of the outcome, the inner strength that comes from knowing you had a courage and will and the willpower to confront peacefully a person or situation is some powerful medicine. Sigmund Freud believed that much of mental illness was due to repression. Well, keep in mind also that your time is limited. We've all heard stories of a family member who hadn't talked with their mother or father in years, and then the parent dies and the chance for inner peace is gone forever. Well, this didn't happen to me, but something similar to did years ago in our, my first marriage, which only lasted three years. During the last six months of the marriage, we were barely speaking to each other. And every time I tried to talk to her, she'd say, it's just me. It's just me. I'm a bad wife. Never mind. It's just me. I says, no, it's not just you. Let's talk about it. I tried to get her to go to marriage counseling so we could try to come to some understanding as to why it wasn't working between us but she wouldn't do it so one day i come home she's on the bed crying says i don't want to be married anymore so three years three days later she was gone and we got a divorce but before the divorce papers were finalized and it took the attorney six months to get that done she was off living in another state and she calls me on the phone, badly wanting to get back together. She says, I thought you'd have time to think it over and, and we could patch up our marriage. And I says, think over what? You would never tell me what was upsetting you so much. So she was desperate to get back together. And I would have tried to work things out. But by this time, I'd already found somebody else, someone who was a better mate for me in the long run by far. So she didn't have a chance to make it up. It was too late then. It was over, and our first marriage ended. So don't let any kind of confrontation keep you from doing what you know you need to do. You're stronger than you think. You can handle it. Just try. Just one-on-one. -on -one. Talk to the other person, preferably in person, never with text messages. Definitely not on the phone either. One-on-one, -on -one, face to face, if it's at all possible, you will be better for it, you'll be stronger for it, and it'll give you a better sense of peace in your own mind. Trust me, it's true. I think you know it. This is Stanley Diaz. Thank you for listening.